Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Welcome to another episode of Ministry and Motherhood Podcast right here uh, with your host, Lauren Apple. I want to come to you ladies today with something a little different, okay? It's not going to be advice on how to get the right disciplines or habits or routines or structure. It's not going to be advice about how to balance ministry and motherhood. It's not going to be advice on how to run a successful ministry-based business. No, none of that is going to apply today, yet it is cornerstone to all those things. It is cornerstone to our faith. It is cornerstone to our purpose. It is cornerstone to our calling and the fulfilling of our dreams. And it's something that the Lord actually very recently spoke to me about and convicted me of as I was reading through Joshua. And you ladies know that I've said previously, my family and I have been taking this journey in 2021 to read through the Bible this year. Okay, so we are reading through the Bible cover to cover, um, and we are right in the middle of Joshua. And a few days ago, actually last week, I was reading through in Joshua 7. Now, we all know in the story, Joshua is here, has taken over the mission of Moses, right, to bring the Israelites to the promised land. Uh, to give them this land that is plentiful and abundant and has all the things that the Lord has promised and said for them and has been prophesied about, right? Moses began this journey and then Aaron with the Israelites, walking them through the wilderness, bringing them to these lands, establishing these places for their home and their tribe and their clans. And here Joshua is continuing that, okay? Now Joshua has gone out and they already have defeated great kingdoms, right? Great uh, tribes that they would call them um, there in the scriptures. So they've defeated some of them. And as they defeated them, they took over their land and their things and their possessions. They burned up whole cities um, and communities. And here they went out um, looking over the land of A, okay, or I, I don't know how do you pronounce it, guys. A-I is how it's spelled, but looking over that land. And Joshua sends his um, elders, a few of his elders out to go and look and see, hey, is there anything that we need to know as we go there, right? They go and they look out over these spy, right? They spy over these lands, get the inside information, discover, hey, what do we need? And And when they came back, they told Joshua, hey, you only need but a thousand warriors, right? You only need but a thousand people to fight from the Israelite camp in order for us to take over this kingdom. It's going to be really simple and easy uh, to fight the tribe of I, okay, and to to be able to be victorious. And so that's what he did. He sent a couple thousand. And here's the deal. In the midst of that, I, A, however you pronounce it, defeats the Israelites, defeats the Israelites. And Joshua's like, we did everything right. The Lord established our steps and sent us out. How come this is happening? And we lost thousands of our members of our tribe, of our Israelites, right? We lost thousands of people who went out to fight for us uh, because we were faithful to what God had called us to. And so he comes to the Lord and he's like, what's happening, God? Why would you send us out there? 
Why are, did you send us to go and fight and yet the Amorites kill us? And here we are being content, listening to you, and we've followed through with what you've done. And here you wipe out thousands of our people in the midst of this, right? He said, why'd you bring us across the Jordan River if you're going to let them kill us? We could have stayed on the other side. Right? And for when the Canaanites and all the other people living in the land hear about it, they'll surround us and they'll wipe our name off the face of the earth because now they hear that we have been defeated. Right? They hear that that the Lord is no longer on our side is what's going to happen. Right? This is what he's saying to God. They're going to hear this and everybody else is going to come around alongside us and they are going to defeat us and they're going to steal everything from us and they're going to take everything from us. And the Lord says, stop, Joshua. Stop lying on your face like this, crying out to me, the Israel, the Israelites have sinned against me and they have broken my covenant. They have stolen some of the things that I commanded must be set apart for me. And they have not only stolen them, but they have lied about them and they have hidden those things among their own belongings. That is why the Israelites are running now from their enemies and defeat. For Israel itself has been set apart for destruction, and I will no longer remain with you any longer unless you destroy the things among you that were set apart for destruction. And so he says, get up. The Lord says to Joshua, get up, command the people to purify themselves in preparation for tomorrow, and tell them this is what the Lord says. Hidden among you, Israelites, are things that have been set apart for the Lord. And you will never defeat your enemies until you remove these things from among you. Do you catch that? Let's, let's say it again. Hidden among you, oh loving lady of the Lord, oh mama with the ministry heart. Hidden among you are things that have been set apart for the Lord. And you, sweet mama, who's going through so much struggle, you will never defeat your enemies until you remove these things from among you. Man, when I read that verse, oh, I'm feeling it right now. When I read that verse, the Holy Spirit came over me in such a powerful way to remind me, Lauren, there are so many women today that are walking out the journey that God has given them, that are walking towards the promised land that God has promised for them, the dreams, the fulfillment, the desires, the passions that God has given them, the visions that God has set in front of your eyes and you're walking towards it and you're believing for it and you're taking things captive and you're fighting your enemies and you're fighting against the battle that the enemy sets out against you every single day. And yet the Lord wants to remind you, sweet mama, there are hidden things among you that have been set apart for the Lord. And yet in the midst of your chaos and worry and, and stress and need for control. You have grasped onto the things that are meant for the Lord and you've held onto them. You've hoarded them. You've hidden them. You've set them aside, but you haven't set them apart. You haven't given them to the Lord. You know, when, when God was telling the Israelites to go and take over, take captive 
a tribe and a land and a community. He said, grab the possessions among them, the most valuable treasures, and set them apart for me. And I will give you victory. And I will continue to walk along this this trial. But here's the deal, ladies. God has given you victory after victory after victory. He has helped you hold captive full struggles and trials and temptations and journeys of transformation in your life. And when you have found victory in those, he has given you precious treasures. But some of those treasures were meant to be set aside for him. They weren't meant to be hoarded. They weren't meant to be held on and buried like the talents, right? They weren't meant to be uh, grasped for control until we had enough that we felt like we could let go of it. They weren't meant to be hidden because we didn't feel secure in it or we didn't feel like it was valuable enough or we didn't feel worthy enough. No, they were meant to be set apart for the Lord. And what does it mean to be set apart for the Lord? It means that everything and anything that that valuable, that treasure, that gift is for, is meant to glorify God, to point back to God. And so I want to ask you right now, today, wherever you are listening to this, what treasures do you have hidden among you that the Lord has given you so graciously that he has walked you through and he has said, here, this is to be set apart for me because I want to be used in your life. I want to use you in a way that points back to me. I want to use you in a way that glorifies me so that you can have a kingdom impact on the world, on your home, on your family, on your friends, on your relationships, in your business, in your ministry, in the platform of influence that I want to give you anointing and favor over. But these treasures I've given you to be set apart for me, so many of you are just holding on to them. You're confused and you're unsure of what the next path is, so you're just waiting on them. You're afraid that that you're not actually capable or that the gift is not as valuable as God has entrusted it to be, that you're going to mess up. And so you've just kind of been sitting on it. You've hidden it. Maybe even... There's things that have been set apart for the Lord that have been given to you and entrusted to you. And you've buried them so long ago that you've forgotten about them. You've allowed the enemy to remind you of all the failures and mistakes and and reasons to hold back. And and you've forgotten even where you've buried those because it was so long ago. Can I just tell you, just like the scripture says, you will never defeat your enemies until you remove these things from among you and set them apart for the Lord. Some of you ladies have been battling the same struggles over and over and over again. Some of you ladies have been trying to step out in your God dreams and visions, knowing this is what God has for you, and you've been hitting the same wall over and over and over again. And you're not sure why. 
and you feel stuck and you feel confused, can I challenge you today to wonder and question, is there something God has given you that has been set apart for him that you have not surrendered to him, that you have held on to selfishly? that you have held onto out of fear and worry and condemnation and shame, that you have allowed the, allowed the lies of the enemy to tell you that it is not of value, that it is not of worth, that it is not from the Lord. But instead, God says, you will not defeat your enemies. You will not move forward in your dreams. You will not fulfill those God-given visions if you do not remove these things that have been set apart for me dig them up. What do those things look like? They can look like your gifts, your talents, your treasures. God has gifted each of you ladies in such powerful, beautiful, remarkable ways. And a lot of times we just sit on these gifts. We sit on them because we're insecure because we're waiting for the right time or the right moment because we feel like, man, there's people who can do it better than I can. There's people that have a greater anointing in that than I do. I just don't know what that looks like, or I don't know how it fits into my present day reality. Those gifts were set apart for the Lord, for his glory, not for you to sit on and just use as you see fit, not for you to sit on and just decide, well, it's not a good enough gift. I'm just going to leave it wrapped up over here. It's not time for that. Maybe it's not your personal gifts or talents or the treasures that God's given you, but maybe it's physical gifts God has given you, physical treasures like your finances, your home, your resources. Can I just tell you that your home is meant to be set apart for the Lord? If you are not using your home in a way that ministers and glorifies God every single day and week and month and year, then you're sitting on the treasures that God has set apart for him. It's not just meant to be a place, a safe haven for your family, your kids and your husband. No, it is meant to be a place where real, authentic ministry, discipleship, community takes place. And you need to be intentional about that. You need to be intentional about that. We can't just minister online in our online businesses. We need to minister in our homes and in our communities. Your finances, man, this is a touchy subject and it's hard. And and I want to challenge you, if you're in a place where you are struggling financially, you're living paycheck to paycheck, you feel like, man, you're just always striving for more and it just, you can't find that financial breakthrough. I want to challenge you that there are finances the Lord has given you, entrusted you with that are meant to be set apart for him. And when we're hoarding it, when we're holding on to it, when we're saving it for a rainy day, even if that seems like wise financial counsel, if God has told you to set apart, and the Bible is clear, there is a percentage of our finances every single week, every single month that should be set apart for the Lord. You need to be faithful on that. If you're not faithful on that, God is not going to help you defeat your enemies. He's not going to bring you through to those promises he's given you that you are believing for. 
your resources, okay? It's not just our finances. It's not just our home. It's our resources. What are we using our cars for? What are we using our physical uh, buildings for? What are we using our business for? Yes, we can do real great ministry and make financial breakthroughs in our own personal lives, but are we using it to give back? Are we are we serving in our businesses in a ministry way that might not even give us financial gain? What does that look like? There are things God has set apart for him that we need to give to him and no longer hide among us. What else could it be? It could be your time, your energy, your disciplines. We all have 24 hours every single day. And a portion of that time needs to be set apart for the Lord. And that's not just when it fits in. That's not just when it makes sense. That's not just when our schedule isn't busy. No, every single day, a portion of our time should be set aside for the Lord. And if we cannot be faithful in that, God might not allow us to be faithful in defeating our enemies and continuing to walk out the promises he has for us. Your disciplines. There are so many spiritual disciplines, but not just spiritual, wise disciplines as human beings that God created us as, that God calls us to. And within our disciplines, those should be set apart for the Lord. Our prayer life, right? Our eating habits, fasting or not fasting, how we move our physical bodies, how we act towards that, towards others. Are we setting apart these things for the Lord that he has called us to set apart? Or are we holding on to it out of fear of it not making sense or fear of it falling through or fear of not having enough resources or time or energy or finances? What is it that God has told you needs to be set apart for him that you have so desperately been storing up for yourself, that you have so desperately been burying in your backyard, that you've so desperately been burying in the depths of your heart out of fear or worry or anxiety? Hidden among you, oh mama, are things set apart for the Lord. You will never defeat your enemies until you remove these things from among you. And the scripture goes on in Joshua and talks about how um, the tribes were presented before the Lord and, and the Lord was going to point out who is guilty and, and then the guilty family was going to, clan was going to come forward and then the guilty family and then the guilty family, each member one by one was going to come forward and the one who'd stolen what was set apart for destruction will himself be burned with fire along with everything he has for he's spoken the covenant of the Lord and has done a horrible thing in Israel. And it ended up being Achan, right? You read over in, in Joshua 7, it ends up being Achan. And Achan had taken some of the things, the plunder from when they they fought and won. He took a robe and silver coins and a bar of gold. And he wanted them so much that he took them. And he hid them in the ground beneath his tent with the silver buried deeper than the rest. And so they went and they found this. And the Israelites took Achan and they took all of the treasures that he had hidden And he asked him, why did you bring this upon us, Achan? Why have you done this? 
and he was stoned and his family was burned and all these horrible tragedies. And I know a lot of times when we read the Old Testament, we think how it's not really relevant to our lives today uh, because of the sacrifice of Jesus. And here we are on Holy Week and the sacrifice of Jesus is going to happen this next weekend or this weekend coming up as you guys are listening to this live. As this weekend coming up and we're going to get to celebrate the miracle of Jesus' death and resurrection and all of those things that have happened. But, but here's the deal. The Old Testament was us living out the physical representation of the blessings and the goodness and the faithfulness of God and having to be obedient to his word. And yes, Jesus came and died on the cross and he was resurrected and he, and he freed us from that that feeling of separation and sin from our relationship with God, right? It is the total gospel message. And we have a right relationship with the Lord. But all the things God promises us outside of salvation still come out of obedience to him, right? Our salvation is, yes, an obedient heart, turning over our heart to him and giving our life to him. But our sin does not cause us to be separated then from the Lord unless we continue to act out in that, right? We should, we should be in repentance and righteousness and all these things. But we don't have to sacrifice animals anymore, right? We don't have to be stoned to death or burned to death as our families. But if you look at not the literal sense of this story, if you look at the figurative sense of this story and you think through all these things that God has done in your life, the transformation and the journeys he's brought you through. And yet in the midst of all of that, there are things that, that come from the goodness that comes from those journeys, the goodness that comes from those trials, the goodness that comes from that victory that, that stores up inside of us. And in that goodness, we are, we are called to take parts of that and to sacrifice it back to the Lord, right? Surrender it back to the Lord. So that we always remember who is in control. We always remember who is in charge. We always remember the faithfulness of God. We always remember that our life is nothing. It is of waste without the Lord. Our resources, our gifts, our talents, our treasures, our our physical items, our time, our energy, our disciplines are worthless without the Lord. But yet so often we find ourselves wanting things in our human nature, right? wanting things in our carnal nature and those things we hold on to so tightly because we're afraid if we let go, the resources will run out. There won't be enough money. There won't be enough gifts or talents. There won't be enough people to serve. There won't be enough clients to bring into my business. There won't be enough joy as a mama to go around for all my kids. And so I'm going to hold on. I'm not going to sacrifice these things back to the Lord. I'm not going to set them apart back for the Lord because I'm afraid if I let go, I'll never get it back. But can I tell you that God has the power to make us let go even when we don't want to? I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in my own life where I've tried to control things and hold on to things. And God brings me to a point of brokenness where I no longer can hold on. I no longer can control. And can I just tell you that this past year of this pandemic has been that for a lot of people. The things we thought we had control of, we recognized we didn't really have control of. And sometimes God allows us to get to a point of brokenness to recognize that we've been holding on to things that are, are meant to be set apart for him. And because we've been holding on to those things, utter destruction, chaos, and loss, and trauma 
are falling at our feet, are happening all around us. But when we get things from the Lord and we release them with an open hand, no matter how few of it we have, no matter how little of it we have, and we say, God, this isn't mine, this is yours. God, my precious babies. And maybe that's some of you, you've been holding on to your kids so tightly, trying to control everything that's been going on in their life. And God is simply asking you to let go and trust him. There's so much more beauty in store for those precious children of yours. If you could just surrender them to the Lord, set them apart for the Lord and not for yourself. Man, no matter how much I want to hold on to my kids and keep them from growing and keep them under my home and under my wing and, and doing all the things that I want them to do and I want to know everything that's happening in their life at every moment and I want to keep them safe and I want to protect them and I want to love them and I want to encourage them. No matter how much I want to do that, rightfully so, they're the Lord's. And God can only bring them through the journey that he's designed them for if I am willing to release them. So I just want to ask you today, what is it in your heart, your mind, your life, your business that you are holding on to so tightly? And God is saying, it's set apart for me. It's set apart for me. Let go. Surrender. You don't want utter destruction to happen to your family or in your home. You don't want utter destruction to happen in the midst of your business or your ministry. No, you want my blessings. You want my victory. You want the promised land. You want the visions and the fulfillment. And that will only come if we let God take those things that are meant to be set apart for him. And so I want to challenge you today, friend. I want to challenge you today, precious mama. Let it go. It's going to hurt. It's going to be scary. It's going to be hard. But victory comes from the surrender. Jesus did not want to let his life go on the cross. He begged the Lord. If there is any other way, God, make it happen. But if it's your will, then let your will happen. And so I want to pray right now, God. For all the ladies listening to this right now, in their hearts, and their minds, and their spirits, the things that they've been holding on to, that they need to surrender to you, God, I pray right now, Lord, it's scary, and it's hard, and it hurts. If there's any other way, God, make that other way happen. But if it's your will, we surrender it to you. Let your will be done. Let your promises come through. May we reach the fulfillment of the visions and the dreams and the desires you've put in our heart. May we stand up in the anointing and the power and the victory of your resurrected son every single day because we are continuing to set apart the things that were meant to be set apart for you and not hoarding them, not hiding them, not uh, indulging ourselves in the midst of them, God. But instead, we're setting apart for you because you are good and you are faithful and you have the best, the best in store for us. So use us, shape us, mold us, continue to bring us through the journey, reminding us that you are fighting the battles in front of us. As Deuteronomy 3.22 says, 
Don't be afraid of them for the Lord your God fights for you. And so God, we just believe that you're fighting for us as we sacrifice and surrender the things that apart for you. Encourage us, walk alongside us. May this week be such a powerful week in store for us and our homes and our families and our ministry impact. We give it all to you, God, that you may be glorified. In your name we pray. Amen. Man, God is so good and he is so faithful. And I'm so excited to see the journey he brings you through, the victories he has in store for you as you walk out the the idea of surrender and setting apart the things that were meant for the Lord. May you ladies be blessed and encouraged in the journey this week. Know that I'm praying for you and I'm cheering you on every step of the way. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you. But more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry and Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.